1: Good I'm lot. gonna admit it here. I wanna see John Mayer. I love I've seen him, see him so soon. many. I just got it on good uh, good uh, intel that he's about to get me too in a huge way. Whoa,
2: it's so, I mean it's been in the works. This is all long kind time. of
3: goddamn. God damn. You know what? I'm not gonna say I don't believe it. <laughs> John
2: Mayer's solo or John Mayer subbing for Jerry Garcia? Because that's what it i does now. I wanna see
3: John Mayer's solo, not anymore, but in, you can. In a, no, no,
2: no, you're gonna have you're gonna have to hashtag cancel. Him. <laughs> oh, all <laughs> really she soon. said was, and I'm not defending anything, was that it's possible he might get me too, and you no, already shut it down. No,
3: it's I mean, your body's a wonderland. Let's face right, it. Yeah, it's it's, not it's, it's him. Yeah. <laughs> My cousin is obsessed with DMD, and yeah. she just um she literally would go on tour with them as well.
0: Wow, uh, Dave Matthews isn't gonna get me tude, but he dumped number two all over <laughs> uh, <laughs> half of Chicago once.
2: Do you know this story? I Kyle? Even... You know I, yes, this story? I do. I do. <laughs> it's so good. The be- I mean, how? Remind could you... me though. So in Chicago, there's a Chicago River that runs through. The whole the land. downtown yes. area that they turn green, correct, on. and it yes. also they also reverse float on it. Uh, anyway, so the tour bus, the driver decides to dump cargo. All right, number twos and number one's cargo into the river illegally. Just so happens when it's happening, a tour boat is coming right underneath.
0: <sighs> <laughs> what would the you bridge. say? And
2: everybody on top deck gets. Poop decked basically, poop shit, and poop decked. Whoa, can you imagine? And, and they, love
3: they how- looked up, and it was D- like a Dave Matthews band tour bus.
2: Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I think it like happened- they were caught. Like yeah, I'm not I get, sure if it's said, like they're like it was just Dave Matthews' face. And Dave's <laughs>
3: like. That's what I imagine. That's what I imagine. No,
0: can we
1: God damn you, can Dave we, Matthews? Can we pause for a minute? That we are 30 plus episodes deep, and every episode, Andrea has spoken of diarrhea, errant turds, Have shit I? everywhere. And you just said, you know, number. Two,
3: like you've turned over a new yeah. Every,
2: all pretty much.
1: I'm not gonna say
3: yes, but I'm also not gonna say no.
2: I just got me number (laughs) two.
3: Man, okay. I don't know that I've ever felt more full circle as that. That was. Kudos to all of you. Really? I'm gonna truthfully, <laughs> tr- <I'm gonna laughs> I feel like I just saw a master class in buttons. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: You guys, welcome to Side Work Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. Hi
2: guys, I'm
0: Andrea Wallace. I'm Kyle June Williams. And, and sitting, sitting in, in <laughs> this week, I'm James Dunn.
2: <laughs> We're yeah, the you do have to just announce your own presence all the time. And if we could get you a couple sound bites just right now, I'd be saying, and this week's special guest, James Dunn. And
0: this week's special guest, James Dunn. Also, before
1: you contribute anything, just each time go James here, <laughs> just, just in case you know no one, no one's sure who. Then we it know is. to edit that part out later.
0: <laughs> James disagrees. <laughs> we'll,
1: uh, well, thanks for coming back, James. I would love to be here. Thank uh, you. Hell yeah, James is uh, our hilarious guest from uh, Living Weight Mares and the Dish Pig. If you guys want to go back in a, into uh, the archives, it's safe to say we have archives. <laughs> They're now. real deep cut. <laughs> that's some old uh, those are some 90s episodes Um, well you guys very exciting we got some good feedback from our environmental uh, episode that just dropped which was really fun Uh, we were talking about how restaurants cause so much waste so um, we got something really cool written by at Mrs. Filthy (laughs) love that (laughs) She says, love the app. Some thoughts on those pesky plastic utensils. I bring the plastic utensils that I get but don't want from deliveries into my restaurant and pack our to-go bags with them. My boss has no idea, and I sleep slightly better at night. Isn't that, yeah, I was like, hell yeah, use them somewhere, you know? She says, also, I've seen customers write no utensils as a food modification, as Mm. if they were asking for sauce on the side in cases where I'm guessing there was no box to check, no That's utensils, really blah, blah, idea. blah. T- yeah, and she's like, all caps, everyone should do this. Agree, use that note um, form and, and just say, don't poison the planet. Um <laughs> And then she says this, too. This way of thinking is courtesy of my mom. She'd do things like refuse to give me my lunch in a paper bag when I was young. Why did I want this so bad, she asks. Instead, I had a stinky reusable lunchbox that I was ashamed of. I used to have a really smelly Scooby-Doo lunchbox. Also, all I wanted was a Lunchable, like the cool kids. But each trip to the grocery store, my mom would refuse my pleas and instead reuse Ziploc Reuse Ziplocs to pack my homemade lunch because Lunchables had too much packaging. So fucking true. I thought she was crazy and annoying until I was in high school and realized the world was not an endless dumping ground. Mm. I see what you did there, Mom. <laughs> I'm sorry I doubted you. Anyway, keep up the good work, ladies. You Your Eps are the highlights of my Fridays.
3: Aww. Thanks, Mrs. Filthy. filthy I Rose. also wash out my Ziploc bags. Absolutely. I have
1: been doing that more.
3: Yeah. Especially it's, the big ones. It's they're so. It's so easy to do.
1: I mean, also too, like if you the the Thai food, the the flat kind of rectangular to go uh, containers that you get when you get Thai food. Reuse those. Oh, don't yeah. don't go buy the uh the, the stuff from Target or whatever. Use all the carry out mm-hmm. as your mm. storage containers at home, what well, have you.
2: Also, I had I had Lunchables FOMO for sure as a kid. It's so but real. Lunchables, all they are is like charcuterie for kids, right? It's a little bit of a, <laughs> yeah. a little like that, a little grape juice. It's like you got yourself a little a little na baby version I'm of yeah. obsessed a, with the pizza. A little oh, pizza. I never had that one.
3: Oh my! God. I didn't think
1: I deserved it. They were so delicious. So I never tried one.
2: I think I would beg for them, like if I had a field trip or something, because it was easy. But even then, and I still even think with the paper sack, it's because everybody else had it. Like that's why she wanted it. It was just like conformity. I think
3: it's a Florida thing that everybody had it too.
0: The pizza ones. Yeah. Yeah.
3: We were all like, I don't know why.
0: I had a like. I think my lunchbox was made of lead. <laughs> It was a Marvel <laughs> Captain America lunchbox with a thermos. My mom made me tuna sandwiches every day. It stunk like death, and um, yeah, well, I just rem- I can still. Do you remember, remember how bad
1: it. the thermos would smell this that comes ther- with the yeah, lunchbox all my, too?
0: All my lip juice all <laughs> over it and stuff, just like fermenting. She would give me like chicken noodle soup and. And uh, tuna sandwiches. That oh would my be my god, one. that's yeah. like
3: prison food. <laughs> I no, know. I know. that's what you get in the psych ward.
0: I know exactly. Every <laughs> once in a while, if we had a field trip, I'd get a, um, a hoagie and a blackberry ice uh, high C. Every Ooh, single black time, blackberry high C. I get a black Are you from and
3: 1943? And what I is happening? I love the
1: 80s. I love that your mom probably kept them in a safe somewhere, so <laughs> that know. when like a special occasion <laughs> well, came let's... along, she's like, "Time to dispense a blackberry." I see. Dad <laughs> lunches. I never
3: brought my lunch to school. I like. Always. You're a hot
2: lunch girl. Yeah, I was hot lunch most of. Most also, of
1: I love my mother to death, but she is. I know her diet: M and M's and yogurt. Yeah, <laughs> you want
3: to talk about creamy delights? <laughs> I learned from the best. My mom does not eat. She does not make food. I have no idea how she survives. It is... it is. um, She... In her... When you open up her oven, it's um, a storage facility. She keeps, like, paperwork in there. (laughs) She does not... When I go home, she's always, like, it's really sweet because she always wants to stock the fridge with stuff I like. But it's to stock the fridge, like, because there's nothing in there. And she knows as soon as I come home, it's like, how do you... Like, there's... Like watermelon juice and like yogurt <laughs> and um, like she all she brings with her she when she travels she travels with dark chocolate Reese's
1: peanut butter cups. Got it. That's what she eats. You gotta keep our blood sugar <laughs> up. But what? I love her. That's a single mom syndrome though. With yeah. The, with the using the oven as storage. Oh, like is I've it? seen okay. that. Like you go to like I remember with, with like Patrick's mom. I we were staying in her condo and I went to go like preheat it. For some pizza we were gonna make, and she's like, "No, that's where I keep the printer." You know, yeah, exactly, like yeah. I'm like baking the. <laughs> we, like, Hot
0: exactly. off the press, huh? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we've got
1: some server submitted stories. Cool. All
2: right, first story at Sammy underscore Trot. Hello, fellow hostages to the game. Here's my worst experience ever I had a table of seven that ordered apps one being the wings and skins which is half boneless wings then half potato skins the apps go out and I go over four times asking if everything is okay and they say yes I noticed they're done, and their meals are about to be up, so I asked them if they wanted a box for the leftover tenders for their app, and they said yes. I bring their meals over, and they say they don't want the tenders anymore because they were supposed to be bone-in, not boneless. I explained to them that they ordered a Wings and Skins and had said nothing about Bone and Wings, which you have to ask for specifically because it's a new item. I then explained that... I asked if everything was okay multiple times, and they never mentioned the misunderstanding and how if they told me right away, I would have fixed it, but they would have 30 minutes later and practically finished the entire app. They said, okay, fine. And I assumed <laughs> that was it because they didn't ask to speak to a manager. So once they were done, I brought their checks, which they split three ways so I could they could use all their coupons that they had. Ugh. They asked if they could pay for half the app, <gasps> and I said, there isn't a possible way to do that, so... She goes, okay, can you send over a manager? I told my manager what I happened. Understand. And then when he walked up, and he walked up to them. And then he then told me they lied and said I misunderstood them. And then I never asked them if everything was okay. And they specifically asked for bone in wings. God, nightmare. <laughs> this is a lot. I know. my manager couldn't say you're lying. So he took off the app and still applied their coupons. I go over to drop the adjusted bill off and the lady is bending on the ground to pick up a baby. So I couldn't get close to the table to pick up the bill. So I ever so gently reach as far as I could to drop the check off, like with my arm, like over the table. And all of a sudden the lady goes, you threw the bill at me. How disrespectful, terrible customer service and started yelling at me. I looked at her and turned around and walked away because no fucking way am I dealing with that. They left without tipping me on their $150 bill, writing all over their checks that I'm mean and disrespectful. (laughs) And I have terrible customer service, even though though they got all this free shit and we accommodated all of their needs. They sent an email and called three days later to demand free food, which they absolutely got.
0: Jesus. You know how it goes.
2: The customer is always right. Oh my lord! Is this lord. like a Buffalo
3: Wild Wings? Like what is? Who knows? Sounds next like next on? A, on?
0: sounds like a deleted scene from Million Dollar Baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know that me? family? <laughs> like when her family comes and visits? No, no one knows. No one remembers Okay, whatever. I do. All right, fine. <laughs> you got it's an, like a great similar, editor. I've never seen the fighter. Kind of
2: similar feels to that family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Any bot like uh families of boxers in movies?
0: Uh, that was yeah, that's all that's a that lot. That was harrowing. There's a baby involved. That,
1: oh oh my, my god, and there's so much talk. I mean, I was confused too because I mean, they serve wings and skins, and now I'm thinking skinless wings or bone in wings. I know, and it then sounds, there was
0: one point where they referred to them as tenders, right? And that that's a whole different ball game, it's right? It's a there. very but
1: different Once again, ball
3: not
0: this person's
3: fault.
1: Not this person's fault. I also feel like I, I could feel a little feistiness where like some days I'm like, I think she chose her battle wrong. You know, if I have to read into this a little psychologically, like I'm, I'm getting a read on this table and it's like, oh, you're not going to win. It's three moms against you. Right. You're yeah. not going to win, honey. Yeah.
2: I think sometimes there are people, I don't want to call it grifting. Um, that's <laughs> but important. it is. So it's a little bit of a grift, I think. What um, does grifting mean? Uh tricky. Carpet bag that we want like snake like, oil snake. Like grifting would be like when someone comes and they like they put a piece of glass in their salad and they're like, Oh manager, there's glass in my food. And we they talked get, about like, this with some
3: customer shit. That's like, a that's a term? Yeah. yeah there's a whole grifting. movie called The
2: Grifters which you should absolutely see. Guys, I I move feel your like references my, today.
3: <laughs> I feel like mm. my brain is being blown. What? That's a whole I think lifestyle. of grafting which is it's like the British way to say like I'm, I'm grafting, on right? Is that grafting
0: it? is when you put a boneless wing like so it's, onto. So it's part oh, of you. skin <laughs>
2: onto, yeah, you oh, put a potato right, skin onto it. your skin and it fuses. The cells okay. fuse together <laughs> and then you are part
3: potato. So glad I went to college to be a waitress. Um, okay, this is from at the Ellie show. Oh, that's cool. Mm. Server story exclamation point. Last weekend, a table of men moved from a male server section to mine. I already hate them. I went over to say hey and see if they needed more drinks. One of these guys kept cutting me off, saying I was much better looking than their last server and told me he was straight and circumcised.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I work at a cocktail bar. Oh. So I am used to some creepiness, so I brushed it off. I told them I'd be back to check on them later, and this guy said he didn't want the other server, the mail, to check on them, only me. I said it might not be me, so too bad. We pull tips and everyone helps out. The creep then tells me it has to be me because he might want to give me an art piece.
1: Oh, We all know what art piece
0: stands for. Like a Jackson Pollock? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what he means?
3: I looked confused, and he said, are you familiar with the band The Lonely Island, Dick in a Box? Last night, this guy came in again. I didn't realize it was him right away, so I still served him. Tipped 30% at least. Oh, girl. Whoa. I I have to say, there is... There is that, like, that moment where you don't want to let the team down. It sucks so bad, where you just sort of, like, swallow it, no pun intended, and deal with it, and I, oh, God, I feel her so hard.
1: It's so hard. I worked hard. at a
3: car- cocktail bar as well, and they made us wear black or red, And but the black or red had to be, like, it was, like, a black skin-tight dress or a red skin-tight dress. And at one point, I started wearing both <laughs> to cover more skin. Um, and it was just awful. Like, dudes touch you, and they, like, say shit like, you want my dick
1: in a box. Oh God. Uh, and the answer is no. I'd no. like it in a terrarium. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. You guys, please keep sending us some server-submitted stories. Uh, we've also... Really enjoyed getting messages with suggestions for topics that would entertain you, and we'll spin it into an episode. So, uh, at Pretty Girl One, uh, sh- this is kind of fun. We could do. I think today like it would be really fun to talk about how we've embarrassed ourselves as servers. She also suggests, how about the stupidest things people have ever asked for, which I'm like, that should just be a recurring segment. (laughs) So if anyone uh, who's listening to the podcast wants to send us just one-liners of the dumbest things anyone's ever asked for. I think they'd be so fun, and we can compile them into a list. We'll start making T-shirts out of them and bumper stickers. Absolutely. (laughs) Because someone sent us a message where someone asked, what's the difference between the fish sandwich and the jumbo fish sandwich? (laughs) 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 Which is amazing. Let's break down, first of all, let's begin, why this job can be so embarrassing at
2: times. I think because you're 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 playing a part, right? As a server, I think you're playing a part as a bartender and like sometimes you sometimes you drop things, sometimes you trip on things, sometimes you stumble on your own words. There's, That's
0: there's something in, in, inherently humiliating about being at somebody's beck and call. As well, <laughs> you know, it's just like, come I, here, you. Come here. I, I need, I need you to get me more stuff, okay? Because that's what you do. <laughs> Your stuff getter. Um, and so my embarrassment comes like just for like, for has come just from like looking around and just like seeing like the totality of my life in that <laughs> moment.
1: So okay, this this is more of like the the uh, existential existential version of embarrassment. I would have to say embarrassment happens really easily because you're you're trying to manage and multitask so much stuff so you're not really checked in on one thing 100% so you resort to a lot of shortcut talk and freudian slips and then you'll say like, "Oh, give that to the ugly lady," you know, which is like <laughs> might be how you're categorizing someone in your brain and then you accidentally say it out loud because you're just trying to... So I'm thinking of ways that I've embarrassed myself or been embarrassed, and it's 100% calling someone exactly what they are or look like when that was supposed to be an inside thought. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. Give it to that guy over... The white guy over there, you know, or just something like that. Yeah. I...
3: Most definitely spill things on myself. was saving that for you, yeah. Out of uh, you know, to to salvage a table, or I'll I'll take the hit. Gotcha. Um, and then to be covered in like marinara for seven hours, like it's
0: teetering. It's you know it's going to go down rather. Yeah, than. Yeah, and
3: a, I just sort of like, like
0: uh, like a like secret pull service it agent. To
3: me,
1: is, is that how do you call it? Sepoku or sepoku? <laughs> What is that when you like stamp yourself with the uh, sword?
0: Oh (laughs) oh, yes, Uh, Harry Carey. Harry
1: Carey. Oh, is that what Harry
0: Carey is? Yeah,
2: yeah, (laughs) got it. Um, I think it's she falls on her sword, people. Yeah, it's almost like you should just pre ship just put a little marinara right onto your shirt. Yeah, that way you're not you're not a target. The smell just oh god, everything smells like it. I also,
3: um, I I I. I remember, like, I went in a couple weeks ago, and I literally just pushed a glass of red wine onto somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so embarrassing. I, I literally. Oh, when you punched it into his chest. I punched it yeah. into his chest. Um, I also get really embarrassed because I reuse jokes, <laughs> and I know, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: like, I'll, 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 I like know that they'll work, and I'll, I'll use them on a table, and I'll walk away, and I'll just be like, oh god, I'm so embarrassed that I.
1: I
2: just yeah. did that. Just did that joke. Uh, there's that time. And I think there's a difference between like being a young, like less experienced server and like, you know, when 100%. you get more experience, you don't know, care. percent So when I was like one of my first uh, jobs, I dumped seven margaritas on one person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> At seven different times.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Dude. it was in the margarita Ugh. glasses and it was the whole thing. I was like, can I actually do like carry all these tall stemmed margarita glasses on one tray? Turns out, uh, up until the point you actually try and remove one from the tray, throw the balance off and dump the entire contents onto one man's head and shoulders. (laughs) Uh, His shampoo was right there on the table, Um, but he left and went and changed his shirt and was like actually very cool about it. As far as I remember, I don't remember anything after that. I completely blacked out.
0: Um. (laughs) (laughs) I've worked. I've worked in both the front and the back of the house. And ways I've embarrassed myself in the back of the house. I remember there's a couple of times where like I've prepared like a a whole thing, like whether it's like a, a side of ranch or or something, and then had the the chef come over and be like, this is all wrong. Like this, <laughs> this is garbage now. We have to throw this expensive food away. <laughs> Um, and I, that is like so soul correct because everybody looks at you like you don't belong you back fucking here.
3: Idiot. Ah. Oh, god, the kitchen is so intense. I
0: know, and so another time in the kitchen is when like you get caught. In the walk-in, with like a wad of shit in your mouth, like just like <laughs> like just taking like wads of like that's cheese. It's like James One
2: Hundred and One at restaurants, though, always with wads of something in his wads, wads something of something. I love
0: good. to eat wads of food. I love wads.
2: that's now that we're talking about this, there's so many levels well, of being embarrassed. No, it's no it really sucks. Up. I'm like
1: starting to get a little PTSD shaken right now. Where, it, like we've we've talked about how the whole experience can be really stressful, but then if everyone's in like let's say Mercury's in retrograde and. I everyone's feeling real mean, you can have an entire shift where everyone's just trying to make you feel dumb and embarrass you. Where the bartender's like, you know that doesn't go there. The customer's like, do you not know what this is? Then you walk into the kitchen and they're like, hey, I fucked her. (laughs) Or something like dumb. like Like you're getting it from all sides and everyone makes you feel like an incompetent dummy and you're just like blushing the whole shift like and then you get in your fucking head like i'm an idiot and i can't even do like i can't even do this job you know like i'm dumb at
0: this good lord i've seen waiters like on the day they they reach their breaking point they're just like i am out of here i am done like mid-shift because Everybody makes them feel about, like, an inch tall. And
1: it's contagious. Yeah. I feel like, too, if you if you show everyone you're getting upset and flustered, then guess what everyone does? They pile on, mm. you know?
3: Do you guys, did you ever work in restaurants where they quizzed you on the menu? Oh,
1: yeah. fail. Fail city. Yeah.
3: Do they do it? Like, I worked at a place where they, in pre-shift, would, like, quiz. Oh, like people. a pop quiz. Yeah, which is, and it's, like, one of those things, like, Maybe you don't know it. Maybe you do know it. But in that environment, no one knows it because it's so much pressure. Mm-hmm. And it becomes this, like, embarrassment tour of, like, well, now you're going to have to retake the the test or whatever.
1: Shamed during the you, you don't do that at a
3: table, do you?
2: <laughs> oh, that's so shitty. Like, oh, yeah. Right. So- also, it, it, you know, I'm, for lack of a better word, um... And a dumbass, smartass idiot, especially where I work, where I'm just like, where it's like I'm always trying to like make a joke or do a dumb thing, especially in front of my coworkers. And when it doesn't land or something bad happens, I like, I'm just like, oh, that didn't work, and I'm so <laughs> embarrassed, I just like scurry <laughs> away until I can, the next big hit can happen.
0: Yeah, uh, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you'd walk into Andrea's restaurant and she'd just be squirting herself in the crotch with the soda gun. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at me yeah, yeah that's, that is
1: that's not far from the truth <laughs> Okay so if we start with being new, I mean I can remember like the heat just creeping up my neck and into my face when you have to go especially like approach a table of like old crusty guys who you know are all gonna have martini orders yeah. and yeah. that's the most embarrassed I think I could ever possibly be when I was new because it's like I, I'd only drank. Like schlitz, you know, <laughs> or like jungle juice out of a garbage can at right. a frat party at that point. And so then, when you're taking the order and and they say all these things about the martini, they're like, No vermouth, dry up with a twist. And I was like, I'm sorry, sir. What did you say? <laughs> and then you're like, Can you say all of those things slow? And then, like, What are you, an idiot? And you're like,
2: Yeah. Well,
0: and I, then, fought, I fought for you,
2: you in this country. Talk about like vermouth ratios for one goddamn second. Like, can you tell? Can you tell when there's, like, no. too much vermouth? No. Brooke? But I, No.
0: No, but Brian, my tongue isn't. No. Can
2: you tell? No. I, I actually think there's no. nothing in vermouth. It's just it's, more it's like booze. A, it's just, it's a, just
0: pine sol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I think those four, you know, tongues that, you know, like, uh, n- never mind. I don't know what I was going to say. But, like, I think there James is here. more of a... James here. Uh, I say that so we know where to edit stuff out. Um there is more of a refined palette for like boozy haul back then, and these days I don't think we have that, but maybe that's not a thing. I think
1: that was like one of the only. Drink drinks, because now we've got the whole mixology thing, so a martini used
2: to be... I wonder if it was a filler because of, like, Prohibition or something that just trickled down, maybe.
1: I don't know, but the anxiety I get, because I still don't really understand martinis. I've never made one, Uh, barely drink them, and just having, like, old grandpa energy, being like, well, (laughs) you
2: clearly were born the other day,
1: you know? And you're like, it's true. I'm an idiot. I contribute nothing. (laughs) And But then I'd go, and then if you don't communicate that you didn't exactly know if you got their order right. Then you go and repeat this fucked up order to the bartender and they're like, what's that? And then they make a drink, you go, they're like, that's not how it is and they spit it in your face and you have to go back and it's just like a ping pong of embarrassment.
3: It's also very embarrassing when you forget something in an order.
0: Yeah, it is. Like,
3: it's so, and it's such like a small, it's such a, human mistake or human error to like you forget to put in an order and then you have to go and lie to the table and be like. Hey. <laughs> yeah, you totally have to go fucking lie. Yeah, you have to and go be have... like, I'm so sorry the computers were down. I'm so sorry or... the
0: kitchen.
2: And you keep like up. checking in and be up. like, oh, it's, it's coming out in like just like two minutes. And then yeah. two minutes go by. And then fucking, and then you come back and, and then you're, you're like, it's the... just going to be like a couple more minutes. I'm so sorry. What can I get you? And then it's been like 10 fucking minutes since like the order that this you yeah. screwed up has right. not hit the table.
3: Or, or like you go to check on somebody and their full order is out and someone's missing something. Like one person's meal is missing and you're just like, fuck.
0: Oh, You, you have to like
3: apologize.
0: You, you, I've done it before where I just straight up forgot to put in the yeah. last order. like, yeah. And I'm just like, everybody's got their food. And it's usually like the nicest looking, like, yeah. mo- like the mom. And she's like, well, I don't get to eat with everybody at home either, so... <laughs> Uh, this is perfect. I'll just I'll just wait by the time they're done I'll just be getting my food. And you're like, "I like, do you ruined. want me to do the dishes too?" <laughs> exactly. How, How about I do the dishes
2: and clean up? Shall I
0: hop back there, honorable We've uh, all yeah.
2: had the moment though where we're like we're like everything's going great and then we look at one of our tables we're checking in, and we're like, "Hey, what? Do, why don't those guys have their food? And it fucking clicks right in your <laughs> head. And you're you like do like you just like turn right around and go right at the computer. And then you're like kitchen hell no no sorry you're like, sorry, fire, sorry fire
3: fire 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 <laughs> please like rush fuck up or how about and then like- you have to go and apologize to the kitchen <laughs> yeah because they have oh, to push right that to the out yeah. So
1: like then the apology tour starts yeah nice. exactly. you know the embarrassment then the apology tour how about when you cl- like. It's not necessarily your fault, but you're asked to basically figure out really impossible math in front of the table oh, or God. in front of someone where they're Fuck asking you to do that. something that isn't a function on the screen. And you're like, hey, <laughs> hey
2: there, there's a reason I'm a waitress. <laughs> uh, I don't uh, know. Like I'm a waitress on a computer. Uh, <laughs>
1: I, anytime I get nailed with math stuff, uh, like thinking on my
0: toes. Anxiety. Yeah. The math gives me anxiety. I'm like, should I know this? No, this is hard. (laughs) No, I should know this. Do you guys know this? Why aren't you doing this? Like you should be doing the math.
1: Well, before the POS systems would have like all the different ways when people are like, can we have this in eighths, you know, or whatever. (laughs) And you, but now you can just like split it up into any crazy ass way they really ask for. But prior to that, you know, you do the whole thing where I'd come back with a little... I mean, I just had to make it easier for myself, which people sometimes still do. I'm like, okay, write the your name on the back of this receipt and how much you want on it, and
3: oh, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Well, I think, I think is,
1: people still do
3: that. That is yeah. like
1: a courtesy.
2: I, I think it's a courtesy. I always do that. I'm yeah. happy to facilitate that as a customer. Yeah, I always say, like,
3: if we're going to split it, if everybody wants to just pay... If everybody wants to be like, fucking... Douchebags and just pay for what they got.
2: Yeah. Then you have to do that for your server. The thing about being embarrassed is like dropping, breaking things. One hundred percent.
0: When everybody uh, looks.
2: When oh, yeah. everybody looks, and then you you, you yell "opa," which I was fine. I was always if that ever happened, I'd always I'd always like do like "ta-da!" Like I would always kind of do one of those moves and own it. Right. But then like go to the <laughs> server station and be like, "What's fucking wrong with you?" <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You
3: look <laughs> internally and you say. I am, am, I, am I having a stroke?
2: Oh, God. And as a bartender on a busy night, breaking in the glass, I'm going to burn the fucking ice. Oh, God. When shit's real busy, which has probably happened to all of us. Oh, at some breaking
0: point. ice in the ice bin. Yeah, that's huge.
2: I mean, it's a whole process. And you're just like, sorry, 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 sorry. Like, the whole-
1: <laughs> have you ever done anything crazy in front of tables, too, where you're, like, just not your best? And you have, like, a weird bodily thing. I swear to God, I think one time, I, I think you drooled in front of a table one time. <laughs> yeah, I did.
0: <laughs> you're like, that looks delicious. <laughs> I think I
1: was
3: just talking in, like, a big, like, long line of saliva just, like, <laughs>
2: Why you just remember? Like-
0: God, I hope that wasn't Margarita guy. <laughs>
2: no, it was, this was Chicago days. I'm quite certain, and I was just like, "Well, that happened. What am I gonna do now?" Oh <laughs> boy. <laughs> or like you, you missed the drooling nose. waitress. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you did get an eleven hundred dollar tip though.
2: Remember even getting hurt, like and how oh. embarrassed you were to like get cut.
3: Dude, when I was when when I was in New York, my friend Meryl like went to hug me and her hand she had this she has this horrible like burn across her hand from hot coffee i also had my friend lauren she was she used to work at five points and one day she uh grabbed a pot of coffee and the lid wasn't screwed on Mm -hmm. and she uh it doused all over her arm and she had third degree burns and was out of work for like
1: three weeks God. it was
3: so awful and the entire time she kept being like it was such a stupid move it was such a stupid move i shouldn't have done that and it's like someone didn't screw the top on I right like, like yeah. you, and you I, internalize
2: yeah, exactly.
0: yeah exactly. and
2: you're like sorry i didn't mean to like interrupt the flow and i also
3: fuck up wording a lot like i'll be like you know like uh it'll be schmout in four minutes like
2: <laughs> <laughs> right and, like if you can't get your and then down. i'll walk
3: away and i'll just be like did i say schmout <laughs>
2: Yeah, I do that yeah. shit. Or, like, you've been like having more of a personal chat with your table, and you're like, oh, what are you doing this summer? And, the, you know, I tell them, like, I'm going, I'll say, I'm going to Maryland or something. And they go to leave, and they're like, have a good time in Maryland. And I always go, you too. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, like, if you. But God, like when you're really stressed and your brain's all over the place, but then you try and focus your energy on a table, and then if people have kids, I get this weird thing where I'm like, I should be nice and say something cute to the children, but my brain's in a million places, and so like I'll just stand there and be like, ha, that's a baby, like or just something dumb <laughs> yeah, yeah. and stare too long, and then like go into my own head and then be like, I'm sorry, what can yeah, I get I you? Sh- I should like, I
2: get you food now,
0: or sometimes like <laughs> stuff. Sometimes you get way too familiar with the table. Yes, yes. They really chummy. So, like, you go up to, like, like one of the little kids at the table, and you're like, well, aren't you a sexy mister? (laughs) And you're like, did I just say that to a little boy?
3: Another thing, and this actually happened to me last night, is when you forget to put something on the check, and you have to go back because your manager's like, well, they have to pay for it. You have to figure it out. And you have to go back to the table after they've paid for something and be like, "I'm so sorry, oh. I forgot to put these two glasses
1: of wine on." Like this is oh, and then they think that they were like, "She is so nice." I didn't see that coming. Two free glasses of wine, right? And then you're like, or no. or
3: they just you just don't realize it because you pay the bill, and Ooh, then you can
1: do that after they've closed out. Dude, for somebody me, did like... it to me
3: at this like they forgot to put um like a something on her check and. They ca- Like we were hanging out for a little bit longer and then it was probably like 15 minutes later and the um, chick came over and she was like, I'm so sorry but, and I was sort of like, "Um, okay, I'll pay for it, I get it. Also,
1: could have just eaten that. It's not a really yeah. big deal
3: but I will pay for
1: it. Well, no offense that makes you feel embarrassed as a customer. Right. Too, Everybody you know. Was and it was, it, but all and I in that but situation.
3: I felt bad. I was just like, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. I, f- I felt bad for her the waitress, but I also was just like there is that you know like it doesn't happen all the time. I wish managers would just Oh my god, though. I forgot to put on a, like an $80 bottle
1: of wine. Okay, works. that to me is yeah, like that's Yeah, that's fine.
3: And I was like Well, check that's was also so like so cheap. Well, and then I realized after they left and I was like Oh, right, but also as the
1: customer, like, you I'm sorry, like, I'd be like, "Hey, I noticed this wasn't on here." Absolutely, give them an opportunity where if it is like on the house, they can say it, right? right. But that—that's some kind of again griftery. If it's yeah. like like a, sneaky shit as a customer, but also
0: like too. Sometimes
3: you just put your card down, you don't look at yeah, the bill. You know. Yeah, that's the problem. That is true. I got in major trouble for one that. time. Not, yeah, this
0: isn't food service related, but one time. Uh, well, get out then. <laughs> my brother-in-law <laughs> bought a set of golf clubs and they only charged him for the golf bag. That's all they ran through. And they Whoa. were like $1,000 clubs. Anyway, oh. that's kind of the same thing, but he should have said something. He's been than. running from the
2: law ever since. Here's something
1: that happened to me at St. Marie when James and I worked together in Chicago. Uh, we had to wear black, you know, black pants, white button down, black Ugh. apron sort of situation. And I was standing... At a table taking an order and locked in, you know, attentive, nodding, whatever. And then I felt my underwear fall off. And <laughs> I, I, <laughs> and so I'm standing there and I'm just like, how? Like, how, how are my underwear falling off? They're not l- l- like, how is this even?
2: I know what kind of underwear you're talking about. No,
1: I don't think you
3: do. But was I'm it standing the 90s
2: when there... where it was
3: just like a, a, a thin veil.
1: No, there's there's literally no plastic. like there's no like tear away like there's
2: nothing. They're not but... that kind that just start to dissolve on your body. <laughs> they, they
3: were, were they made were of candy. candy under, they were candy underwear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm standing there, and I'm like, what the. F- fuck is even happening and they fall out my pant leg no and I'm at the table and I'm just like just now I'm like uh were you wearing gauchos (laughs) (laughs) like
2: Was there just an extra pair of underwear yes! in
1: your pants? <laughs> there was, I had crumpled. I had crumpled like you know my my work pants were crumpled on the floor with yesterday's underwear still stuffed into the leg no. and hadn't fallen out or they were somewhere up here until I was at a table and then but just the look on my face where I was like, how? <laughs> Why? Did, did, did they and, see? and then I just stood there and I was like, yes. And then I bent
2: down like
3: this.
1: <laughs> And then I just stuffed it into my
3: apron. You and You can't I was see like, it, but Brooke did an elevator move.
2: Those those moments. She, she you should have... Where something is wrong or like you're, you <laughs> oh, have to put you your just, face you on, to like, but all the cogs turning in your brain. <laughs> you're like, you're, your customers uh, have no Like clue. when you
3: see a bug right behind them and you don't want to say anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you're just sort of like, uh-huh, sounds wonderful. That, yes. Are you guys going to get the rat? delicious. Medium, I
1: mean... <laughs> steak <laughs> <laughs> just there's no him. rat there would never be a rat it's, because no, rat you, you be don't want to be
3: like there's a bug behind you <laughs> and then them scream and then um, your manager be like what was wrong with you you're supposed to lie to the customer god managers Man, managers embarrass you all the Man, time I yeah see that's the
2: thing They're like, They're like hey like, shit wad they go i know <laughs> they have to like throw you under the bus. Managers and a lot of the times, the bus, right? like, and now <laughs> your being
3: the age that I am, a lot of the times they're younger than I am, oh, which is also fine. just embarrassing. <laughs> so fucking annoying, but it, yeah, yeah, it's embarrassing because they're, they have to like, I, I, I just want to be like, how old are you? Don't talk to me like that.
0: Exactly. But you
3: can't because they're your
0: boss. Give me some respect. <laughs> and then, and then they're like, and then the big thing at restaurants is, well, you're going to get written up. Right. I'm like, write me up. Go ahead, write me up. What am I, I don't grounded? Sh- yeah, yeah. What am I? I'm am f- a 40 year old man.
2: <laughs> I mean, write
0: me up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like that's all I want out of life anymore. <laughs> write me up like Give I'm 25. Experience
0: death <laughs> and pain. You're gonna write me up for not putting the knife away down first or whatever. <laughs> anyway. Have you, guys,
3: have you guys? I do. I have. Um, I fall a lot. <laughs> oh boy. I have fallen down multiple staircases. At work? Oh, yeah. Um, I've fallen through a door before. Um, oh, my friend just a, was. A, do- a door in, in the
0: floor? <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> you you know, just know, like a cellar door. Through, you yeah. Know, yeah. Oh, gotcha. In, in New, York. Door, New York. Yeah. Gotcha. Somebody
3: pushes, and you oh. don't push at the right time, and then you fall through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. I give you the benefit of the doubt there, Kyle. <laughs> That's wonderful like- imagery. Yeah. Yeah. It was
0: like a um, far side my
3: friend um, uh this girl that I was we were we were moving the walk-in is very small at one of the restaurants that I used to work at and she was like scaling the walls and she grabbed the uh like the lid wasn't tight on this big sort of like bucket and it was filled with Bordelais sauce. Oh,
1: you told me about this. That's yes. crazy. And it
3: went did I talk about this on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah,
1: but The Bordelais is so
3: memorable. It's so memorable. It's she mm-hmm. it was like every time she came in she was like I can't
1: get it out of my shoes. I can't get it out of my clothes. I smell the Bordelais. And then she walks up to tables and I'd just be embarrassed for having like an odor. <laughs> it's like,
0: she was haunted by a sauce? That is incredible.
3: Yeah, Muriel, she's the best, man. But every, and it was like, we would it's see, it's we only worked, we worked I brunch know. every weekend. And it would be like, we wouldn't see each other for a week at a time. And she'd, so Saturday, she'd be like, I'd be like, Sniffing, sort of, and she's like, "It's still there. (laughs) (laughs) The Bordales is
2: still there." So I was gonna say, everything about Buka De Beppo is embarrassing. (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) Kyle. (laughs) Like everything. Because it's so over the top. From like, if you've never been in one, there's thousands of pictures all over the walls of like uh, Italian people with like. It's just so gaudy and overdone. There's a goddamn Pope bust on a ta- on a Lazy Susan yeah. table. From like the feel you have to get from like the embarrassingly large. Portions of food. Also, aren't the menus huge? They're on the wall. They're on the oh. wall. But the thing about working at puka is that you you have to own that shit. You have right. to own the embarrassment. You have to own it being over the top. And I think that's what you have to do as a server, even though you want to do a good job and even though you screw up, you you do have to own your shit. Yeah, like
3: at the Rainforest Cafe, you know it's gonna rain.
2: Yeah, every hour on the hour, <laughs> like, and you have to act surprised. Every single What if you were on a server that was? Yeah, you time. were like, what? Take <laughs> cover! <Yeah. laughs> the two cans like stampede. Uh,
0: I, think, I think as a server, you just have to know that interacting with people you don't know is embarrassing. Because I could, there was times when I would feel great amount great amounts of anxiety having to deal with people. You know. Um, some days you just like the last thing I want to do is talk to another person and you just have to understand that it's inherently embarrassing and it's not you. No, you know, it's, it's, it's the, the system. It's the system. It's the situation The customer, like it's, it's like almost that thing of like, if you see a coyote, it's just, it's more scared of you than you are of it. That's how the customer <laughs> is. They're more scared of you than you are of them. So uh, just keep plowing forward and breathe deep and three o'clock will come sooner than you think.
1: Yeah, and you know, worst case scenario, uh, in this day and age, everyone videotapes your blunder on their iPhone and puts
2: oh it on boy. YouTube. So what you're telling me is that if I knew then what I know now, I'd already be a star?
0: Yeah, but Can I know. Can you imagine if the old panties down the leg was on YouTube right now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah, it's... it's, it's, it's it's stuff that's way more fun, like a bartender body slamming a jerk customer, which I'm like, yes. I best know. Thing that, ever. that is
3: so thrilling.
1: Very thrilling. Yeah,
3: I watched that girl who that guy grabbed her butt and she just oh. punched him in the face 27 times. She like prom- times. Prom- him. Yeah, like, that it was, was so cool. It was so awesome.
0: I mean, and they didn't even so prom- girl
2: on the menu, and that mm. guy got it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. Kramagals out of season. <laughs>
2: um, are you guys? These places known for the Magal right? Mm. Oh, keep going. Keep going. Ba- back uh, in, uh, volley. Back uh, in your court.
0: Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, uh, do you, is your kramagra shipped in every, daily? <laughs>
2: um. Hi. Uh. Yeah. W- uh, the lady would like the crumogar. Um. I'll also take the crumogar. Um. What do you mean you're out of crumogar? <laughs>
1: well, can I get a capoeira to drink while I'm waiting for the Kramagaw to show up?
2: <laughs> we'll take a crumogar and a crabargoon. <laughs> is is
1: the jiu jitsu served hot or cold? Mmm.
3: Too
2: much? Too
1: far? Too
3: far? No, it was
0: perfect. Oh, thank
1: you. Capoeira is Brazilian dance.
0: <laughs> and fighting.
1: And fighting. Brazilian Fight, dance, dance fighting.
2: fighting. You know <laughs> what? You don't have cramagra? You know what? Then kung fu. Then you can just kung fu. <laughs> Guys, we
1: are so excited to welcome to the pod, Dan, Julian Vilar. Hey,
3: everybody. Thanks Hi, for
1: Julian.
0: Ha- thanks. Hey,
4: Andrea. Thanks for having me. Hey.
1: James is still here. Hey, James. Um, <laughs> he refuses to
2: leave.
0: <laughs> it said just like you were... Pleased as punch. <laughs> well, James hasn't left.
2: <laughs> he, we are his ride.
0: Yeah, that's the other reason I'm here. I didn't drive here. No, it's because I want to. Well,
2: Julian, thanks for
1: coming. It has been a delight talking to you.
4: This is awesome. Yeah, this is okay. great. great. Great, good times.
1: Uh, so Julian. Yes. You are primary. I know you. Have a, a extensive catalog of music and records, but I think what you're most known for, Oof. as we all know, hands down, is being a terrible waiter at Gravy in Brooklyn.
4: I I, uh, I was not a good waiter. Actually, <laughs> I actually yeah, I was not a good waiter. That's how we know each other. I I think I've I my last waiting tables gig was shortly after that gig, but I never really. I don't think I ever worked at a restaurant longer than four or five months at a time
1: yeah where did you first start like i i cannot like we all know julian can't i can see you turn down the charm but getting frazzled real easy
4: (laughs) i my last waiting tables job the manager was the um daughter of the former mayor of los angeles okay uh what's his name villa uh, via Ragosa. Ragosa. it was his daughter and she fired me for because a customer complained about the look on my face. When <laughs> you're
2: like, this is New York. No, I
4: know, but I was, I, I somehow, some, I don't, I didn't even remember doing it. But I had some level of just next level stone face, just like like I wasn't even in. in you, the you weren't scene. having it.
0: You yeah. weren't having like, it. it. Wasn't de- even de- you deadpanned so hard you it, got it, fired. That's exactly. Ba- <laughs> that's basically what it was.
4: It was like I wasn't even present physically <laughs> when they gave me their order. <laughs> And then she was like, "You can't, you can't work here anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to signal the people ordering
0: that, they,
2: that you understand." A little, that's a little spectrum-y. mate. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> your eyes
0: were so dead and lost. <laughs>
4: uh, I, and yeah, no, that, And I think that was when that was the break. That was like the final break. But I just, I
0: was terrible.
4: I was terrible. I, I waited at. I started as a busboy My first like summer post, like like the summer before from high school to college. Sure. And then I think I may have, like, worked in the um, dining hall in college. Oh,
1: good times. Like, and, I, like, oh. and I,
4: like, was, like, a pot cleaner and then I got promoted to the front line they moved me back to cleaning the pots.
2: Just, they were like the way yeah. and, and this you, is in college. you'll still keep your scholarship kit Yeah, you're yeah. back to pots. They
4: were like we're not I couldn't
2: You take those dead eyes and look into an empty <laughs> dirty pot alright? You know, the thing about those dead eyes is why he got fired is, is like people would reflection. see people would look in those dead eyes and see their own death. They would They they would, they would
4: they, It was I don't.
2: It's like like James slipping (laughs) on ice and dying. That's what he saw in Julian's ice that day. So then after Dish Pit, college. Yeah,
4: so I did that. And then, I mean, yeah, I I, I basically had a series. I was like at an Italian restaurant as like a runner and I got fired from there. And then I somehow worked at Pastis for three months, but I never could make it past like Monday lunch. And then they fired me there.
2: What's Pastis?
4: Pastis is a Keith McNally restaurant in New York, um, which is... uh, he um, fancy. It, and then eventually he got a giant class action lawsuit because he was stealing tips from all the... It, he's like a legendary New York, terrible... Can we curse on the yeah. podcast? <laughs> Ter- terrible asshole. Um, but the, the the one legacy of me working at a restaurant is that I met my wife at a restaurant. at uh, In 2001, I was a service bartender at a place called Spazia. And that was my wife's first job uh, at, out of college. And, and when she first moved to New York, she was a host...
1: And you guys have not been together the entire time.
4: No, 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 no. We we, we were we met there. We were friends there uh, nine years before we actually started dating. So we just were kind of casual friends. But but the initial we so she was like met.
1: your last call. You guys were both just like last call for yes. partnership. Yes,
4: <laughs> yes. She li- literally, I f- I bumped into her because she was living in my neighborhood, and that was the last call. It was like, That's oh, less. you're two blocks away. We should get married and have Aww. children.
1: Aww, <laughs> I love um, that. No, but keep going. Where else?
4: Uh, I worked at Pacifico. Uh, yes. And then eventually Gravy, which is where we met. And gravy
2: was part of the compound of all the different we, restaurants. Of like eight we have, restaurants right. together. Spoken
1: of uh, in, the, in the Brandy Barber, Brooklyn Ding Dongs episode where we just go in on what – it was like a jimboree for alcoholics, a romper room. It,
4: it was so weird. It was like five restaurants all connected
1: like was, with like 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 uh what are those those like gerbil tunnels you know that they play in <laughs> oh, like there were just and all, the, all the, these the weird tubing. little hallways but part
4: of it like the entryway was like sort of a like next door to like a straight up refuse heap do you remember that when yeah. you were walking into Pacifico and you were like, you kind of were walking through like con, like weird, crazy like construction from twenty years ago that never got finished? Do you, I don't know if you remember. You it know, they just,
1: tried. They tried to be like, let's make it a
4: thing. Right. It was like That's we're gonna. That's
1: just what our patio looks it, it like. Was so weird. <laughs> <It was laughs> like nails sticking out of boards, rusty like dumped furniture, it, and you would sit on like an old wheelbarrow and wait for your table, was, and you're like, so oh, Brooklyn.
4: Weird. It was so. I mean, and and then the and then also I, I remember distinctly like. There was sort of like this sickly smell of the place that was like sickly sweet, and then
2: like something is rotting in the wall.
4: Exactly, a little bit of that vibe, and um, and then after that, I then I worked Where else did I work? I worked at a place called Pit Stop, which was like a. Fr- I worked at like eight million. I worked at a place called Alma. Um, and oh, you
1: I, worked at Alma.
4: That's how I wound up in that neighborhood. I was working there before I got fired, and then I ended up just hanging out at that bar, and that's how I found my apartment in that neighborhood for a
2: very cool. Years.
4: And then I. Quit waiting tables, and I actually played a gig at Gravy, where it like was, and it actually was kind of the gig that got me my record deal.
1: That's amazing. In it, in it, which
4: is the weirdest part of it.
1: That is very. So strange. I did a.
4: It is very strange. <laughs> I was a terrible waiter. Mm-hmm.
1: But I, I liked it. I like to hear about like weird coworkers, like crazy bosses. I, I think
4: I was the weird coworker. Like, oh I, my! I think I was. You know, when you when you like, what's the thing when you're in a thing and you don't in a, a group of people and you don't know who the problem is you're the problem
1: right, right. whatever
4: I don't know there's something like, I think I was that I think I was just like what is up with that dude With the, and my hair was 20 times bigger and I would just show up in like sweatpants I mean it was a disaster <laughs> you'd just and walk I, in
0: and be like where's the pots yeah yeah yeah
4: yeah. yeah. yes <laughs> yes I mean and you know it was just and it was like people would just be like you're like a really nice person but you're terrible at this job I realize and it's taken me a long time and I think it's actually from I sort of realize that's something that my father and I deeply have in common I always think that I, ne- I have a very strong anti-authoritarian streak yeah and I'm really good when someone says hey this you're the the pots are yours <laughs> wash them and I'm like yes that's I'm the pot man and like but if someone tries to tell me how to wash the pot or tell me how to do anything then the whole thing starts and I just become like I'm gonna break you I'm, I'm gonna, gonna break the, you I'm gonna, I'm gonna break i mean, you know and then it's just I start completely self-destructing <laughs> And I see it as a line through my very brief uh, career as a member of the service industry, but also as a professional musician. I'm like, oh, that's why that went south, because I don't know how to take direction. (laughs)
1: I'm excited because Julian's kind of our first hybrid guest, yet he is 100% comes from service industry, waitering background, but now, as, as we coined it, like he's not a bartender, he's a song tender, mm-hmm. and he has to play at people's demand yes. and request at so, this karaoke sing-along uh, piano bar.
4: Yes, and that is very much, like that gig, it's unlike any other gig I've ever had where it is, the, the, the shift is four hours, there are no breaks and it's like it's like being Do you wear in, a diaper it's like being in the weeds like the moment you sit down oh my God. to the moment you get up. And then are people are trying to, have to be like an
2: assistant like being prompting you who's next to it's all. No,
4: you are you, I am I am like the bartender. I'm like who's up I have a list and it's I have to, I'm sort of the MC slash, but also the guy who's like and the drink is me sitting down and, and you playing. set up the, and you
1: have, you set, up like, set, yeah, up have set up the iPad. He's set up the iPad for them. It's
4: a, it is a, it is a direct analog, and it took me two years of playing the gig to realize that. It is a straight up analogue to being a bartender, except Instead of serving drinks, I'm serving three-minute songs that I usually try to play fast so I can get them off. And then <laughs> do
2: you have to do like banter, like loungy, funny banter between guests? Sort of. I've got like my light. patter.
4: Sometimes, well, I'll get. Sometimes when I'm really frustrated with an audience, I'll start getting Kaufman-esque. And like, there was one night when we had like two or th- maybe three people back to back do "Shallow" from *Stars Born*, <sighs> and then I was like, "All right, we're gonna go full," and I just kept. Call- I'll pick people out of the crowd and make them do Shallow. And we did it seven times in a row till everyone was started getting, like, visibly angry. And I was like, this is what you want, right?
1: This <laughs> is what I, you I, want. And I
4: was pairing men and men singing Shallow. Yes. women. And I just fully went. And then I realized, okay, I probably need to stop this oh now. God, I'm gonna, I wish I
1: would have witnessed that. It's, you can, You're you like, can, I need to go clean a pot for a minute. I'll come <laughs> well, back. I, I need a, a palate cleanser, so a little pot cleanser.
4: I'll, I'll have, like, comedians come in and um, they think I'm, like like because they'll watch me like play piano man and my face will be turned from the person and i'll be like literally i mean i've played these songs hundreds of times so i can do them and i'll just be like sitting there doing all (laughs) kinds of weird pantomimes just like and people like think it's like this incredible show. There's
0: a
1: sideshow happening because, though. If you look at Julian's yeah, face.
4: Cause you can turn your head and like the person singing here and there's like a bar. So there's about five people and I can just mug straight to them for mm-hmm. six minutes at every note. And, and, just, and you just
2: look into your eyes and you just keep <laughs> seeing the footage of the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> right. In your eyes. Yes.
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Back into the left.
2: No, Back into the left. It's yeah. It Back It is
4: a really left. unique thing and I, I'm grateful for it, but it's, it's like giving me this sort of weird kind of, it's basically been the service gig job. Like I finally, oh, I'm good at this. Like I'm the good waiter now, but I'm playing songs.
1: So let's play a game. What's the Cosmo of song tending? Ooh,
4: this is good. Mm -hmm. This is good. So before we get into this, when you say like, what is, is that in terms of, like
1: let's 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 compare kind of let's person, compare the kind of person and song with the kind of drink that people would come up and get. Like, you know so what I'm saying? Give like, me an example. Like I think Cos uh, like a Cosmo would probably be someone up coming up to sing Shallow.
4: hmm. So, but when you, someone orders a Cosmo and you're in a bartender, is like, do you make an assessment on the on that person as soon as? they're I ordering? just think for
1: me, it's like that's a pretty basic drink. Sure. So let's so what think. Are the basic like, songs? like, what are the basics, okay. right? Okay. And we'll compare it.
4: To- so okay. I've told this often, like, and it, I it, think
1: Pina Colada would be a Love Shack, maybe. Mm. But let's see.
4: Think. It's really surprising okay. because well, I'll let you do this because my list is 750, 800 songs, but there are 30 songs. There are thirty <laughs> karaoke songs,
2: and it's also different because this is a piano, not an act. Not, no, not. It's not no. like a yeah. No, so These they eight hundred songs you have learned
1: yes. to accompany others. And
4: it's th- and all I and literally I could show up with a list of thirty songs and work all night.
1: Let's see if we can guess a few on your list. Well,
4: I mean, if you go for it. I mean, there, there are some really obvious ones like the five that you know. Like for example, I will not play Bohemian Rhapsody. I no, will not play it. It's too much. If, if it's, and it's, it's just not fair. We're not doing an eight-minute song with four parts that you can't sing and don't know any of the words to. It's not fair to anybody involved, especially me.
0: So do you <laughs> do you just tell them, oh, God, I don't know that one. No. It's just not on the list.
4: Well, that's, I, tr- I mean, it's, that's also insane. I, sometimes I'll be like, look, this is a menu. And you can't like. There's no substitutions. You can't order off the menu. But you go to a restaurant and there's 30 items. I have like 800 items here. You can, and then that's the worst when they're like, yeah, but this is, and they try to send you their sheet music. You'll get that. I mean, people are un fucking believable with their entitlement <laughs> it is out of control and i'm like here i am this this is my life's work i am an insanely skilled individual at your disposal and yet you just want to sing the one fucking song you know from fucking west side story that no one gives a fuck about and because i gotta read
1: you didn't get cast in the musical 20 I just years ago and
2: like i want you to and
4: what's amazing is that all those everybody like there's a large amount of people who are one drink away from becoming that person. Yeah, and it's it's fucking mind blowing. Uh, that
2: was gonna be my next segue is like wasted people in your face all the time. I've
4: gotten better. I used to. I there is a real like one of it's a legendary thing. Like I had a full rocks glass, a full a drink thrown at my head.
0: Oh my god! Because of
4: I this girl who was so wasted, I started just like I we and I just went on mic while she was like, and I was like, I was like, you got to go home, girl. Like it's time to time to leave, Lauren. Like you've had enough, and I was just totally like roasting her, and then she's like, "Fuck you!" and threw a whole <gasps> drink, borderline point blank. And I like pulled pulled pull, like, back, no. <laughs> and she got. It, it, I, that's what they. Six. I will say about our bar owner, he is a, like rough and tumble. A lot of, but that like he has your back, and he just got over. He's like, "You're out of here." you're like he's full on. Like he doesn't care. He'll throw anybody out. So, what do you think? Some of the basic songs are like uh, uh, Paradise.
2: Um, well, what Frank Sinatra? a oh, uh, start spreading the news. That, yes. York, New York, probably because that's where you are.
4: It's surprisingly not the most requested. Uh, the most fly me to that's the- up there, but again, it's, it's no, no,
2: no my I way. Think, uh, It's my way. It's my it's way. way. My
4: yeah. way is absolutely a top thirty. Like, and now, and it's like, <laughs> it's just oh my god. What, what about uh-huh. Paradise Paradise by the dashboard light? Again, I, I sort of stay away from you. I don't even you. know
2: what that's that what, that's is. very long. That's me.
4: The epics. You got to gotcha. stay away. Like gotcha. the one epic that is in there that like comes around is obviously Total Eclipse from the Heart. Ah. And that's already like borderline excruciating to play. Um, we've inten- – certain songs that are in there like Killing Me Softly, we've intentionally re- like lessened diverse verse in the yeah. lyrics. Because that, that song that has like four verses. Right. And it's just always some foreign girl that's like, it's always the girl from Brazil who sings Killing Me Softly. Someone, someone and,
1: did that last weekend and, and she brought down the house. Yeah. But I was like, ugh. It's just like, I'm, it's I'm just so like, over these songs. I
4: cringe. It, yeah. It's just like, it's like somebody, I'm trying to think of like a cringe when someone asks for that song. Um, <laughs> Natalie and Bruglia's Torn. That's ugh. a, that's a pretty, ugh. that's pretty like, you know, white girl, basic baby hit me one more time. Oh, yeah. Of course, which is always, you know, which, uh, you know, is...
2: I think what people aren't, and I get it, I, th- I think it's hilarious that people are just treating, like, your talent and what they're getting at a place like this like just a regular karaoke. And it's amazing that you can play it I'm on su- the piano. I'm surprised nobody... I'm like, you- shoot, for the goddamn moon. like. Well, but
1: that's not what, I mean, it's crazy. You get the people who, and I feel like this happens at, whether you're at, like, a punch it into a machine or at a karaoke bar, like... It's. I don't know. I'm surprised people don't come up and like poke your face like it's. Well, a you know, people. Pe- no, and no, and but people. A people like
4: a
2: song into your. They're face.
4: constantly like, "Where are the lyrics?" I'm like, and we have an iPad. I'm like, "There it is." And like, "Is there a ball?" I'm like, "No, there's no ball. You just read and sing them."
2: Do you know the song? You know? I've never been to a bouncing ball karaoke either.
4: And, and, and people, will, that's like. I mean, for me, when I tell people, you know, and, and it's interesting because there is a lot of beauty in it. Like there are these magical nights when it's the right amount of people, the right kind of people. People are a little intoxicated. And there's something I've learned from that. It's been an incredible sociological sociological learning experience for me. But people, you don't need to be able to sing to, to crush karaoke. Mm-hmm. It's not about pitch. It's about knowing the song. Yep. And it's actually about singing the phrasing and being yeah, some. owning it. Owning some form of your own internal rhythm. Yes. And that's the thing that's the, the most surprising is like when you get these people who do have decent pitch, they drag like all hell. And it's like no, this like you know just sing the fucking song. That's all you got to do. Perform and, the song, but not even. I th- I think you sing it like sing the song, how it goes, and people will be psyched. Do not make the song your own. No
1: and, no, and the funny
4: part is, as a professional musician and as a singer, that is whenever I'm singing a song, my goal is to sing the song. I'm never trying to. Whoa, you know, like that and it's it's amazing how across the board people interpret that as what their this is their moment. And I'm like, You're gonna destroy the song with your like long vibrato that it's not and it's just people it's just, there, right. people want to follow along. They want to be part of it. A song is a map for people. It's like a common bridge that we build and everyone, even if they're not singing out loud, they're following in their head. Yeah, so we're not you,
2: here if you're like self-masturbatory. No, and, and
4: it's and it's amazing. Like, you know, you were saying people get up there and like plug their Instagrams on the this karaoke girl, mic. It's just, I yelled at her. No, fuck? this
1: was, she got up. She sang a song that nobody knew which she'd been rehearsing at home for four years, clearly. <laughs> and, uh, and was like, auditioned probably for America's Got Talent or something like that. And nobody knew it. It was her moment. Everyone was like, whatever. And then she's like, oh my God, thank you. Um, uh, Subscribe and like. Uh, you can find me Instagram, blah, 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 and my YouTube channel. And I go, get off the stage. Oh my I was in the God. back with my parents. And then I, made, I go, like and subscribe. And these other people started <laughs> Jeez. laughing when I said that.
4: <laughs> It is amazing to me how many people, like when you're in that situation, it's like this... The basicness and the reoccurring of the basicness. It's like, like, can I sing something that's not on the list? You sure? You sure you don't know it? It goes like this. Like, that's my favorite when they try to like infuse the knowledge that they have of the song to you. <laughs> They're like, you don't, you know that song. You know that song. Come on, you it goes like this. Try that you know how I to like. make a martini.
1: You know how to make a martini. Here's the
2: thing. Yeah, that it's that seriously, might be seriously. I could or would with you because I know you, but I, I feel like I'd have to have a, I'd have to come every night and put money into your. Jar. Sorry to your get friends
4: started. are fine, but you wouldn't do like, it, it, it's just the level of like, it, I, it's just, a, and it's astounding. Because it's not even so much astounding what people do. It's like how many people do the same exact right. thing in the right. same way. So
2: you work for tips. I mean, but obviously you get paid a gig, but there's a, there's a tip jar. I'm sure there's a there's giant a tip oversized jar and a brandy snifter on yeah. your piano. Correct. So what do you consider a good tip versus what people think is a good tip for you? Well,
4: you'll have these nights and it's, I'm no disrespect, but millennials and, uh, they come in and they think that it's acceptable to tip a dollar when you sing a song. And I'm like, you tip more than a dollar when the person opens a beer and that takes 10 seconds.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. I,
4: this just took me three and a half minutes. So yeah. I can only do so many of these. And I, the night.
1: I'm here to make you look good.
4: Yeah. And you're, and, and that was, my, I remember I had this one, this girl, like they, they came in a week whatever two ago and she was like i made the cut off it's friday night if you don't stop taking requests you'll be there all night it's like so i'd stop taking requests 15 minutes before because i knew i had a backlog she does this whole thing it's my birthday i just really want to sing a song and of course she gets up and sings a taylor swift song or something fucking egregious and then she as i'm counting my tips at the end of the night she's like oh you like forgot to put the tip in and then just throws a dollar in the pile and i'm like Bitch, it's fucking one thirty in the morning. Shit. It's your fucking birthday. That was All not... Right. I don't know you. That was not your fucking present. Give me some money. The power move, the power move is you put it in with the request. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, there's a request. Oh, there's someone gave me a 20. Well, and, and then usually that but- person winds up getting... Like that's the way well, to get to the front of the line. Yeah. Do it too yeah. with like instead of throwing in the jar.
2: First request. I'm just like plop. Yeah. Yep. Plus I now
4: take Venmo tips too, which that's is interesting. M- so oh, that'll show yeah. up on my phone in the middle oh of the gig.
2: That's
1: so great. I'm like, oh yeah. Uh, I saw because like Detroit and just I mean and here's to be fair, like I guarantee most people who do karaoke have never tipped a DJ in their life, 100%. Like I I, I mean I'll tip Tom now that he just provides a different thing or when it would be like karaoke killed the cat. In New York, because they you get, like, hype men on stage with you and dancers. It's so fucking fun. You throw money because you're you're getting a little bit more out of that. So it was Detroit, first weekend opening night. And, yeah, Joe's, Joe's got his uh, big snifter on there. Joe McGinty, McGinty is. McGinty, who's, yeah, he's opening the one out that way on weekends right now. And, uh, yeah, I could see where it's, like, once um, I went up there, put a request in, and threw a five in there, and then you could see everyone like, Oh, like their, their brain turning like, oh, this is either going to get me definitely at the top of the pile or it's just proper to tip this guy. And so then people started throwing money. You know, you're saying like the crossover of people just being so disgustingly predictable and basic. That is the takeaway. It's universal waiting tables. People act the same way all the time at restaurants. And again, it's the.
4: But just like waiting tables, like when it's rocking and. You have a cool set of people. It's
1: it's the best. It's like, uh, it's incredible. When Bill Murray stops in. And when Bill Murray stops in, in on Brooke's birthday. On my birthday, crumples up $100 bills and shoots them like basketballs into the tip bad. jar. I mean. Wow. That's bad. I mean, wow. bad. What did he sing?
4: That's bad. He didn't. He, he didn't. Just, he
1: refused to. And he
4: just sat there critiquing people what and like making fun guy. of them. He critiqued guy.
1: us, made fun of us, but like was singing along, but wouldn't do his own song. And for then you. I said, thank act. you for coming to my birthday party. And he kissed me on the cheek and told me I didn't look a day over 65.
4: Here's a tip. If you're doing piano karaoke, ask the piano player how he's doing when you nice. get up on stage. Nice. And he'll play a lot better.
1: I like that very much.
4: Even if you don't mean it.
1: He's say, not a machine.
4: He's, yeah, he's a hum- it's, a hum- it's a human being. It's a human being. And then you'll see the guy, you'll see the guy or, the, or the girl perk up and be like, yeah, I'm doing great. How are you? And you'll get a much better performance. And also tip.
0: Right on. Here's a tip. Never underestimate uh, a good... Uh, a good pair of uh, work shoes, mm. not non-slip shoes. Um, I, for the first time in my life, bought because uh, I am back working in a, a kitchen three days a week now. Um, I, for the first time in my life, bought actual like, weight, like cook shoes, and uh, they're it's a game changer. Yeah, they're the non-slips, and there's a couple of times that they've made me. Non-slip. <laughs> <And> <laughs> can I
2: add on to this tip really quick? Yeah, I just read that they're shutting down like a thousand Payless shoe stores. No, so you guys better get out there and get those non-slip shoes while you can.
0: Oh Omg. Anyway, so I don't know if that's really a tip. No, but no.
3: I mean, because everybody sort of is like, I don't really need them.
0: No, you do need them. Yeah. I pay the, and you can get them for relatively inexpensive. Go ahead yeah. and get in there; they'll they'll really change things up. They're also easier to slip off if you. Do you pour know what brand that over. you have? They're the Skechers. Um, I don't know the model of them, but they're the ones that kind of look like clogs. Got it. And they slip on and off really fast in case you, you know, in case your feet
1: are on fire. On fire, you know, yeah. shit yeah. happens in the kitchen.
0: Yes, <laughs> I've had to clean the fryer recently, and that is no. You don't want to do task. it in
2: your shoes. You got if you get in there to clean it, you want to leave your shoes off.
0: Right. Portals. Well, actually, actually. It's everywhere. I was cleaning the fryer the other day, and I didn't realize that the grease pit was full. No. So I poured grease into it, and grease started shooting out of this uh, like a release valve on the side. Like no. it was just like bulging with grease. And the grease was pitch black, so I didn't realize it was full. And grease started running down onto Hyperion, like grease.
2: Bulging with grease. The James Dunn story. Yeah,
0: bulging with grease.
2: (laughs) How embarrassing. So
0: I was like, I got to go get, like, I got to go get kitty litter. Like, this was during, like, the shift. I was like, I've made a big mess (laughs) outside. I need to fix this. And they had to pay to get it power washed, and like, Whoa. yeah, it was a really big f f up. On Were my you embarrassed? Like, like, right I was so. I, oh my god, yeah, I was so embarrassed. I don't bet. know why I didn't think to tell this. <laughs> I was like, I was like, maybe I should tell a story about a time I crop dusted the entire restaurant.
2: <laughs> that's not embarrassing. That's a that's win. That's, that's yeah. a small yeah. victory.
0: <laughs> but yeah, and I went and I got kitty litter and I covered it up. Well, and that's a tip too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, make. Oh, here's a tip. Make sure. <laughs> The grease pit isn't full before you dump more grease into it.
3: Right, but I was saying the kitty litter.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, you could put kitty but litter, litter on you on grease, put,
3: and it, it it
2: sucks it, it up, makes it sucks non-slipped. it up,
0: makes it non-slip, it sucks it up. You still need to um, this, have very, it this is very and meta. if I
2: if I might add, makes a delightful snack. Yeah, <laughs> for when you're on the
0: go, grease and kitty litter. Yep. <laughs> I'll have the grease and kitty litter, please.
3: I love how much that made Brooke laugh.
0: It's
3: so gross.
2: If you like what you've heard here today, please rate and review us. We'd appreciate it. Thanks, guys.
3: メンバーメンバーメンバーメンバーメンバーメンバーメンバーメンバーメンバーメンバーメンバーメンバーメンバー